Welcome to Color Me Happy podcast. My name is Brandi Hofer, your host. I am a mother, author, educator, muralist, um, artist, and juggler of balls in the air that I drop on a regular in life. Um, thank you for being here. I sure do appreciate your time. This week we have uh, Laura Rutherford on, and I hope I'm saying Laura's name right. I just sent her an Insta message. Um, so I feel like I am. Yeah. Oh, she has another name in there. Um, she's Laura, L-U-I-T. Laura, <laughs> Laura, Luke. oh gosh, I butcher names so hard. <laughs> I like, we were in a live not too long ago, like a month ago, and I practiced someone's name and I'll say it because he's so great and he would probably laugh. Uh, Doug Abrasimov, which I can say now comfortably because I'm at home at my kitchen table, which is my new podcast studio. Nobody knows. My husband doesn't know, <laughs> but I set up a new shop. Um, it's bright and I have all these plants around and I want to be surrounded by the plants. So that's where I've decided to sit. Um, yeah. Anyway, so we're going to this live. Doug's the one of the chairs of Heart of Treaty 6 Truth and Reconciliation Committee, and we had a live about the mural we're doing this summer. And all morning I was like, Doug Abrasimov, Abras, Abrasimov, Abrasimhoff. I was like practicing it so many times. And then... My anxiety got the best of me when we were live, which is, by the way, my new job because I have a podcast is going to like live events and spaces and like hosting and asking people questions and uh, speaking to other people publicly. Uh, And the other night I spoke to 400 people and totally fucked it up. But also it went really well, I think. but anyway, so in the live, I I didn't say Doug's name because I got too nervous. I was like, this, I introduced everyone else. And then I was like, this is Doug. This is Doug. And that's all I could get out. Oh, the worst. Oh, well. Uh, obviously, you don't mind if you're here. Um I think, and you know what, that's what this podcast is about, is accepting people for who they are and not what you want them to be, actually, and holding space for others. Um, And actually, so I say I effed up that talking small speech, like a seven-minute speech in front of 400 people last Friday. I walked off, uh, like, hugging and, and, like, it was for my friend because she's so amazing, and it was a dedication to her um, who's been on our podcast, Steph Monroe. She's CEO of uh, Livingston Region Health Foundation, and they're my partner in this big mural project. And so I was like, people, it was her gala they were putting on for raising funds for health things in our community. Health things, because I can't name, bariatric beds. Oh my gosh, I remember the name of something. I must be getting better at my job. Bariatric beds, so bigger beds for the anyways they had their big fundraiser more than just those bariatric beds but 
I went off and I was so, so caught up in the fact that I wanted to get the F off that stage that I got back to my table and I was like, oh my gosh, to my friend Tammy, who was at my table. I was like, that was so bad. And she's like, you got a standing ovation. I was like, what? She's like, yeah, everyone was standing and clapping. And I was so nervous and I was so, well, I was also like really focused on Steph because it was about her and she got the standing ovation, not really me, but like my words meant something enough that people stood up and acknowledged it and I didn't even notice. So don't be so, the lesson is to not be so darn hard on yourself. We really are all human and you can only just be yourself. And so I guess I screw up names from time to time. and words and sentences, but I still have a podcast. So if I still have a podcast, you can do anything you set your mind to. Um, I also, you know, I want to know what's going on in your your world. I'm happy to chat anytime. Feel free to reach out. Uh, feel free to join our Color Me Happy community. Um, feel free to sign up for our newsletter and get our weekly inspiration. I've talked about this before, but it's the most opened email of anyone we have the best stats because we have the best human audience that uh you know when you throw love out there when i throw love out i get lots of love in return and i sure appreciate it it's pretty beautiful um and same like this this is a really good episode and i'll let you hear it now uh laura is she's a creative but she's also like she is just a really special human who um holds a lot of space for people and her journey through motherhood has just she stands up for humans and she practices empathy power love on a daily basis and shows up in that way so I appreciate her coming on and giving us her time because it's so so special so uh enjoy this and thanks again for being here Fridays are a fucking gong show (laughs) it's good to hear that it's not just my house at least somehow oh my gosh I like you're like I'm gonna be late I'm like okay and then when you were late like the teacher called for my one class and then my husband was picking the other ones up for the doctor and had just got groceries oh and dropped the other one off at daycare and then he has to pick the other one. Like, it's a fucking gong show all the time. How many, how many kids do you have? You have a lot of kids. Uh, yeah, seven. So that's more than double what I have. So I don't know. Like, no, but my, my eldest. To me? I don't know how you do it. No, it's, I, I've said, I've said honestly, since I've had, since I had my first two, um, that one is a full-time job and, but my eldest two are grown now, like they're 20 and almost 23. So it's a completely different experience than my younger five that are, they're wonderful, but they're really busy, you know? They're oh, really? Busy. Yeah. 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 It's lots of energy. How many boys and girls do you have? Like, what's the split? Well, Um, I have, um, I have some seven altogether. My, they're all boys, but my second eldest, uh, is non-binary. So born female, but Mm non-binary. So they're, yeah. So it's not really a split, but it's, uh, it's just, it's always interesting. They're all unique and good balance. Yeah. 
and yeah. um, they're all interested in different things and they're all quiet <laughs> or they're all physical and like yes just yeah. a big mixing pot and I feel like have you become like a better manager and like become more compassionate for people like you're like if I can navigate these kooks like oh yeah absolutely I can navigate the world better because on yeah. a daily I have to deal with these guys totally like I feel like um especially the last few years I've just unpacked a lot of stuff and kind of like undoing a lot of my kids are sick of hearing me talk about it, but I'm always like just undoing the patriarchal, oh, capitalistic, misogynistic yeah. systems that we yeah. that we all, you know, are under. And um, I think their generation is going to be way better at it than us. I do too. I do too. This I I feel like their generation is just going to smash the the systems as they sit right now, and I'm excited to see what they're going to do. Um, like we kind of, I kind of came around into. Uh, recognizing the scope of humanity for what it is, being a spectrum rather than being just two things. And um, yeah, and and just I kind of just learned to generally ask, like, so what are your pronouns? And even though prior to my mm, unpacking of my own, uh, gosh, I don't know what it, I don't know what you could call it, but. I was wrong before. <laughs> so, um, so unpacking that stuff. Um, I don't know, I just, I feel like it actually helped me understand humanity in a much more broader accepting and, and appropriate sense. And it's so respectful and it's so freeing. So freeing to just uh, see and view and understand people everybody is just human and we're all human all having a human experience and we all express our humanity in different ways and so it's just so much more it's so much more freeing and it's so much more fun there's no you have to hold room for compassion yes for yeah that. everyone yeah. uh is in pain and everyone yes. has suffered in some regard and and to know that you know maybe think they're going through something totally different and it's different than you that's right so yeah. to understand people better and understand your it takes knowing yourself too uh i think and 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 it's I think so, space yeah. and room for them yeah. to not be perfect too and when i that's think right. about it yeah. uh like when you think about nature and all the variations in nature, like no flower is the same, no human is the same, you know? So that's right. Just that's right. Worry that's about right. yourself, yeah. worry about yourself, and that's right. And then first, that's right. And don't be so concerned yeah. because when you concern yourself, exactly. And I, I think it goes back to anger and hate and not fun. Yeah. That's right. That's right. And and it, and it boxes people up. It boxes people up into what other like other people want to define and control people as. And and I just I just don't want to subscribe to that anymore. Like it's I don't know that I ever did, but I I know that I was without even knowing it. And um, I'm just so happy to be different than that now. And yeah, I'm not yeah, saying I have it figured out. 
but because I don't. I'm still yeah, no, me neither. Still me neither. The wrong shit all the time. But yeah, yeah. As long as your aim is to be kind, you're on the right yeah track. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's the hope. Um. So we actually met through Instagram. Yeah. And I just saw how, and I'm gonna bring it up. So. I love how you oh gosh. just, I just love how kind of naked and exposed you are on there oh. about just real life. Because Instagram can definitely not be real life. And that's what people yeah. show us. Like, this is my meal that's fancy and I'm eating it <laughs> uh, with makeup and an outfit and my kids what about my kids i don't know like they're <laughs> somewhere and my kids wear so, my kids wear beige all the time and they're never messy and they're perfect beige. and they yeah. yeah yeah all of that stuff my kids insist on dressing themselves at this point and it's like so yeah. disgusting <laughs> <laughs> but don't you kind of love it though like i i have that too where i i used to be really kind of rigid about what my kids could wear because i really I'm very visually uh, oriented. So I always had them in like these old fashioned clothes and like hand knit sweaters and, and cute little leather shoes and stuff. And, and then um, that was my, my eldest two. And now my older or my younger ones, um, I still have like sort of like, I still control what comes into the house for the most part. Um, because I don't like seeing a pile of laundry because there's piles of laundry. There's piles of laundry all the time. I don't like seeing a pile of laundry that's really chaotic. It stresses me out. So I have a sort of a limited repertoire of colors that I buy, but then my kids are free to dress however they want. And of course my older ones choose their own stuff uh, and buy their own stuff and all that stuff. But it's really cool when they, I have one in particular who styles himself just like head to toe and he's very, very gifted at it and he puts combinations together that i would never come up with and my second eldest is the same they did completely different things that i would not put together in an outfit and used to be i used to really cringe at a lot of it and now i just think it's so incredible when i can see other people's kids dressing themselves like going to the grocery store in a spider-man costume with flip-flops on and there's snow on the ground i'm just like oh that's incredible that's so cool to have that Minor. kind of freedom yeah Yours sounds like not bad. <laughs> like, so we get hand-me-downs from time to time and or grandpa takes them to Walmart. So they'll only wear like the yeah. gross Walmart t-shirt with like Mario and then stained up and of course <laughs> yeah. art studio, right? So my third, yeah. I'm sure he would wear nice clothes if they didn't have paint all over them. But I'm like, I'm not buying him new clothes. So they have a bit of paint. Because my that's son right. is such an artist, so he got paint on oh. everything. And people oh, are like, that's so cool. when they ask for our hand-me-downs, I'm like, they are not usable anymore. But <laughs> they they dress for comfort at this point, so they look like yeah, total yeah. Things. yeah. <laughs> I like, hear you. I feel like I feel like I feel like since the beginning of the pandemic, my whole family we all dress for comfort now. Yeah. It's like we're all just in sweatpants not, and soft not shirts, not on my body. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I love uh, how you share. So you have two Instagram things, one sh where you share your creative self and then where you just share like, we're, we've been struggling for five weeks. Yes. Five weeks, right? Like that's, yeah. and, 
it it helps people to know that they're more human. Um, mm. That's what <laughs> we're all humans. And again, I actually wrote a chapter in my book called uh, "Nobody Cares" because oh. so wrapped up in their own stuff, they actually don't care. Yeah. So really, like day to day, like when you think about fear or why you're not doing something or why, yeah. you know, you're not putting yourself out there or sharing parts of yourself, nobody actually really cares what you're That's doing. That's true. They're yeah. so wrapped up. And I yeah. reference, do you watch Shit's Creek? Oh, I have, yes. Yeah. I so the, the driving, when uh, David goes to the DMV and he's like all freaked out about his license and... Yeah. Alexa tells him that nobody cares. Yes. Right. Yeah. Nobody cares, David. Nobody yeah. cares. And so, yeah, it's, it's just, it's just, you, I don't want anyone to stop doing something because they think they shouldn't mm. or someone else will judge them or yeah. so like yeah. how exposed you are um, because it, it makes people be like, okay, well, she Aww. has seven whatevers, but she's still doing her creative um, whatever's they're your children, <laughs> Seven yeah. children. and yeah. she still makes time for you so talk about yeah. that balance in a day like how does that mm. work oh gosh well I'm definitely in a dry season right now the last um gosh it's been a lot about a year that I haven't been productive creatively at least in terms of creating art that kind of makes my heart sing um I like I I love making pottery. Love it. I love like getting in there. It's like time stands still, and it fills me and nurtures me. And uh, but physically, I just haven't been able to do it. With with uh, we had our house flood a year ago, and a whole bunch of people out here on the, on the west coast had their homes flood, and um, so a lot of things got shoved into my studio and and then i've just had bouts of chronic pain um and then also the just the particular stages of development my younger five children are in um and then just life circumstances i just have not had opportunities to sneak away and mm. um and feed myself in that particular way but what i have been doing is actually it's almost like i've been uh nurturing from within and creating within me awaiting the time that i can get back into creating outwardly mm -hmm. um and it, yeah it's a it's a different stage and it's really i when i was pregnant with my second child um i had a very late stage ultrasound because i was very overdue and um when they did the ultrasound, I'd never had, I've never had since either another ultrasound at 40 plus, like I think I was 41 and, and five, 41 weeks and five days pregnant. And um, that baby, the poor baby was just like, it looked like a, a baby pressing their face against a window. Like it was just like squooshed right up against the sides of my uterus and you could see that like they like they would turn their head and their whole face would smear sideways oh. and so I it gave me a whole a different perspective of what it feels like to be a baby in that very uncomfortable late stage of pregnancy but I feel a little bit like that's how I feel in my life right now that 
that um, um, I used to be able to carve out uh, probably at least one day a week for sure, if it wasn't more that I could kind of pick away and like sneak off and throw a couple things on the wheel and or just tend to the next stage or glaze a few things, or I could kind of incorporate it into my daily life where I would just have my things out on the kitchen table. And in between meals, I would be <laughs> glazing things and not mixing food and pottery stuff because that's not recommended at all. Um, but I just have not been able to do that. Like, I feel like life has been such a whirlwind uh, that my brain can't, I, like my brain can't actually take it on. Categorize. Yeah, I just can't. Um, but I feel that squishing sense that like, I just feel so pressed in that I have to just focus on that. That's where my energy is going right now. Mm -hmm. And then I, I do have a sense of there is going to be a time at some point in the future where, oh my gosh, there I am again. Yeah. And there I can, yeah, produce it's outwardly. Like, meditation. like you said, it's inward. And, yeah. and sometimes, actually all the time people should meditate. Um, but yeah. sometimes you solve problems and you do create yeah. in your mind and if that's all the space and time that you have right now in this season yeah. of your life, then honor it. Like, yeah. Right. That's a sense. It's a sense of the same kind of thing of like holding space, how I'm, I really am making efforts to hold space for others. So I'm trying to actually include myself in that, that I'm holding space for myself and also letting go of the, the sort of capitalistic mindset that is, if you're not producing, you're not worthy, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which is not, which is not at all the truth. No. So and fighting against Instagram that. doesn't help that. No, it doesn't feel not. about you making art, then we're done with you. That's right. That's right. That's so true. This year I was just like, yep, I just don't, I don't have anything. I don't have anything to sell. I don't have anything to show. And there's part of that that's actually, I feel like I'm ripping myself off and ripping out, ripping off other people that because there always is process, even if, I don't know, you could just, I don't know. I, I like to share my truth, but it's still curated. You know, mm -hmm. it's still, I'm not showing, um, you know, the cobwebs in the corners that I just discovered in my front room yesterday. <laughs> like, oh wow, there's literally cobwebs up in that corner. I did not notice that until today. Oh, but, if you're worried about cobwebs, you're good. <laughs> you're good. Oh, I gosh. literally walked into the bathroom and someone recolored the toilet for the like third time, but like they they put on off on it and I was like, fuck. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, oh. next level uh right now. Just at that I stage. hear you. I I don't know if it's um I was just in my uh, counseling session last night and I, I just said, I don't know if it's, if it's a particular breed of mother or parent in our generation where we are um, a little bit more, we're more open-minded and we're less structured and less rigid and um, more, it's a different kind of nurturing but our kids are safe to express themselves mm -hmm. 
And whereas I, that, I can't say that that was true for, for me growing up necessarily in, in a lot of ways, I wasn't as free to express myself. And certainly a lot of people around me were not free to express themselves safely. And so, so when kids feel safe to do artwork around the house, yeah, you know, I think you're doing a good job. I had, I had nice, uh, parents. Oh, nice. Like, uh, my dad was like, he wanted to be a musician, but he was a chef. Oh, so really wow. creative. Like chefs yeah. are creative. Yes, that's absolutely. Another way of expressing yourself. Yes, and, yeah. And that's how he shows love. It's oh. like if he makes something, he's just like waiting for you to eat it. You definitely have to compliment him. <laughs> like, oh, that's so cool. Like, he'll every family gathering show up with and or have it ready to like cook from the back of his van like wow it's just, he's always been wow. like that since and i talked to my nine-year-old grandma about it and she's like i would come home and he would be making oh, pudding <laughs> like he was six <laughs> <laughs> you know so wow yeah so he, he they were all really supportive and i did ruin things around my house too and uh and but I was also very difficult. I remember well from what I know. I can't ask my mom anymore, but like it's mm. I have one of those. It's such a nightmare. It's it's really challenging. It really is, because they I feel like they have more energy and just the ideas, ideas for putting things together that I would not have thought of that. I would not have thought of tying a toy to a grocery bag and then painting it with marker and throwing it from the upstairs level down to the main floor. And oh, there was a class and so with water. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that sounds exactly like uh, my niece and she's the only girl uh, we're having, uh, my sister-in-law is having another boy and she's like, I cried. I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I'm like, it'll be fine. But anyway, it she's will, a true. girl and she crafts and she's also an only child. So she like so different, right? So different yeah. from what we've got going on. And yeah. so uh his auntie was with him and she's like, he was so impressed with Charlotte's crafts. I was like, well, let me just his crafts are exactly as you described. I was like, and let yeah. me take a picture of his crafts. And yeah. it is like 40 pencil crayons taped together in a different way with glue poured on top. And like, and I'm like, this is it. This yeah. is sculpture. I don't know what it is. Yes. This and is it, is it really important? Like, is it when he creates a piece like oh. that, is it really important to him? Yeah. Like, well, you know, yes. Like I can't throw it out. Yeah. yeah. But he does it a lot. So there. Yes. But also his temperament, like, and I think I was that way too. So I'm like, maybe he'll pull through as an adult. I don't know. But like, people don't know how to react to his temperament. So yeah. he does yeah. have a great teacher in kindergarten now, but he won't always have great teachers. That's right. That's right. So yeah. like, yeah. Ooh, it's, but <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's leaving space and trying to, and we're doing research and figuring out how to, you know, deal with a personality where yelling's not the answer, it makes it worse, yeah, right? That's right. So, that's right. Yeah. Oh, I read a lot of kids' books because he was that way right from the get. 
go. So oh, he's he sounds a lot like like my I have a couple of kids that are really um, I don't know if complacent is the right word. My eldest to just really really I just thought I'm such a good parent. It's just I'm just it's he's so well behaved because I'm such a good parent. And then I had six more kids. It's not that I'm a good parent. It's just that he's a really easygoing, laid back kid. And uh, but my other kids are were very much like that. That their opinions and their behaviors and their ideas and their passion can appear to be devious or can appear to be disobedient or can appear to be manipulative or can appear to be insert any negative term that people have used for children not being immediately obedient and clean and quiet do you want me like well right like that's that's the thing that i feel like our i don't know if it was my my parents generation um that was kind of the thing that was like kids need to be that old thing of kids need to be what is it seen and not heard or something like that. oh my gosh right and so terrible. And I, so I went, I went through like so many years as a mom where um, I viewed my kids vocalizing their opinions or expressing themselves by wrecking stuff or making messes. I viewed that as um, evidence of my flaws as a parent. Mm. And I have learned to reframe that and recognize that my kids were born already capable and already perfect in in their human imperfection and and just hold space for their creativity and the fact that they can vocalize their many 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 very loud opinions gives me lots of practice in self-regulating and being <laughs> peaceful inside. Oh gosh. And and just because they because then they'll like my hope is that they'll grow up to be leaders and advocates who will help protect other people. Mm-hmm. And who will help allow yeah, other people like they'll help hold space for other people and nurture other people and be leaders and and not stand for injustice mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i hope that was beautiful <laughs> but it is it's hard for us and it's hard for you know uh other people to understand i feel yeah. like i'm coaching my partner through it he's like he won't he signed him up for hockey and i was like good luck to you <laughs> <laughs> I would say the same thing. I was like, like organized sports, it's not gonna happen. No, not I'm gonna like, happen. What? No. I'm like, I get you want him to move his body. I do too, because he prefers to be alone. So yes, yeah. yeah. Uh, can we try swimming? Like, yeah. Let's do something where he can, you know, have that like alone reflection time. Which, you know, he had to try it. That's his thing. He enjoys it so much, so he just does not understand. He's like, he won't play the game. I was like, first of all. He's scared. He's yeah. scared. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't understand it. It's also five. So, oh yeah. Right. Turning so six. Little. Like yeah. uh, he he says he likes it, which surprises me. And he says he wants to go, but then when he goes, it's like you know. And I'm and he's not. He's floppy. 
super floppy, big, but floppy. And so that's a, and I'm like, he knows he is. I never say it around him. I never say that word when he's around, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, but he just is. He'll like run down the hall and fall down. Like he's, and he's like a floppy puppy. So it's so cute. But I'm like, yeah, we'll find something that he can just be solo. I think is the best bet. But I'm like, you just have to. Okay. And this is not just for kids, but this is for people in general. When you accept people for who they are. Yeah. You are going to be way happier and live an easier life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Who yeah. they are and not who you need or want them to be. That's right. Period. Yeah, that's right. And there's something about that too that is the same thing of I almost I can picture like a glass vacuum in my mind that when you let go of your expectations for someone, and that's what it's all about. Anytime you have disappointment and anytime you have um that that anger that can come up sometimes when yeah. when things aren't going the way that you want them to in our lovely way that we love to control things um it's almost like when you let go of that expectation and you accept the person for wh- who they are and where they're at suddenly they just like expand and it's and all you've changed is your expectation of them and um especially with kids like i i feel like them well I have, I'm having some fun with my 14 year old right now. And that's, oh, that sounds so hard. Sarcastic. (laughs) But, but my, but my, um, my other kids, he's, I mean, they're all unique. But my other kids, I feel like the, the more that I kind of like back off and let them, and just be like, okay, so I'm, I'm recognizing one thing I learned over the last year, year or two, um, specifically with my kids that are, I say my kids that are opinionated, but it's all of them. It literally is every single one of them. Which is great. Um, yeah. But um, is that uh, when when I encounter difficulty with them, w- no matter what it is, whether it's getting dressed, having a bath, brushing their teeth, eating food, going to bed, getting up, um, being nice to each other, you know, helping with chores, um, turning their iPad down, you know, engaging in a craft or whatever it is. Um, when I encounter difficulty or resistance, it is a sign that I need to be more flexible because I'm the adult, I'm the parent. And so it's my job to bend how I'm going to approach it so that I can meet them where they're at. Mm -hmm. Because they're children, they don't actually have all of those abilities yet. So, and especially as a 14 year old, the 14 year old doesn't have the developed prefrontal cortex yet to make really sound decisions and stuff. Right. So give them a license. Um, yes. <laughs> I'm just like blown away by that fact. Oh gosh. Well, we thankfully out here it's I mean in BC it's not the same age, but I can't even imagine him practicing driving. He's so oh my goodness. He's my third teenager and like my first two were teenagers. But and and you know we and we had some typical teenage difficulties and stuff. Um, and I could have managed those things a lot better had I known then what I know now, but my 14 year old is just, I've, oh, it's just so, it's just a new season, new season. There's no handbook, unfortunately. Sounds hard. 
I don't want to. We have to get a new house where there's a big basement. Because <laughs> with three boys, I'm like, Bleh. I'm yes. not living on the same floor as them. Like, they can live. And if I, sorry to my brother, who doesn't listen to my podcast, I don't think. So first, yeah. he was so <laughs> gross. And I, like, ugh, I shared the basement with him after I was 16. And he was so gross. Like, so gross ketchup plates under and oh like i would reach under his bed and just hand with landing ketchup like just you know they're ugh. and you just have to let them be that or you just like you lose or your mind something i don't know lose what it is mind. there's yeah oh there's yeah there's so many levels of stuff there i found a i found a rotting apple in the box of lego yesterday oh yeah See and that? I was like, like they're already there. Like there's, I like, I time to time make a video of my house, but I'm mostly too embarrassed to continually do so. And it's always yes. the top on social media because people are like, "Whoa!" And I'm like, "This happened this morning in 27 <laughs> minutes." <laughs> but like, I that once rotting apple, like when you talk about cobwebs and a rotting apple, I was like, "Oh, I can just look down here and find a rotting yes. apple under oh, my." Oh no, chair. for sure. For sure. There was I one time it was like uh it was at least five years ago. It was when we lived in a different house. And one day, because I because I really, I really, really appreciate honesty, but honesty with a purpose of being encouraging. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um and uh I like small talk is really, really difficult for me. Um, I don't enjoy like being in the school lineup and being, and just shooting the breeze for the oh, sake of shooting God, the breeze. Like that's Lord. really painful for me. I've, I've said, I have literally said, I would rather shoot myself in the foot than have a superficial conversation with a stranger. Oh, well, that's not entirely true. I mean, I could chit chat in a grocery line or something like that and be like, oh yes. Yeah, no, this is, yeah. I have seven kids. Yeah. It's a handful. Yeah. I'm really busy. Yes. We own a TV, blah, blah, blah. How whatever. do you do all it this. all? My, <laughs> well, I don't, podcast I don't, with that, so sorry, but no, that's fine. I don't do, I don't do grocery stores anymore. Actually. I, I do all, I get all of my groceries delivered now. Yeah. Um, since, yeah. It, it. Yes. No, I couldn't. I couldn't. Stuff. Yeah. My, my, uh, my fourth child um what has disabilities and was born with down syndrome and he's wonderful and amazing and has been a huge catalyst of of change in me um he's 12 now but he was diagnosed autistic at the age of four and since then we've learned that most if not everybody in my house is likely autistic as well um and we're just kind of going through the phases of jumping through the hoops of how to figure out how to get everybody support and how to get everybody kind of um not labeled but there's something about identifying yeah uh, what your reality is that actually is really really validating and really really helpful and it can be incredibly powerful to just even for myself to just understand oh that's why like i have adhd that's why I made all those ridiculous decisions throughout my young adult years because I just was seeking dopamine, but not in a not in an unhealthy sense. It's like we actually need dopamine to stay alive, to get out of bed in the morning and stuff. Mm -hmm. But um, but uh, when he was a little guy, um, he was he's still really busy as a twelve year old. But he was so um, he was very predictable in his unpredictability. 
And so grocery stores very quickly became, I can't, I cannot take my then four children to the grocery store because it would, it was an absolute shit show. Like it would be, he's pulling stuff off the shelves and things are smashing and he's throwing, you know, he would get out of the stroller. He would somehow maneuver himself out of the stroller and then like throw the stroller into the, into the aisle and someone tripped and a bottle of uh, like a, a liter of, or a four liter of milk smashed on the floor. And I was like, I'm never doing this again. I'm not, you can't, I can't do this. I can't do this. It wasn't working. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, so many things I like, <clears throat> so many things I have, um, uh, what's the word I've adapted to, um, like I get my groceries delivered. Um, I, I actually don't leave the house very much. So I've become, there's a downside to that. Like I do love to be alone, but I've also be grown increasingly isolated because it is really difficult to take a group of very unique <laughs> and, you know, wonderful individuals out in public and for us all to be safe while we do that. Yeah. I have two that like to run in opposite directions and I was like, okay. So your youngest? So my youngest is three. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, that's, yeah, that's my youngest too. It is, it's, yeah. Yeah. They're just like, in terms of they have to stick with you to stay alive. Like, or, and, right. or someone will like, yeah, I, I hear right. that. Yeah. Yeah. But then, yeah, if your 12 year old has a de developmental disability, um, then yeah, that's, that's so it's a different layer yeah it's just a different layer of of vigilance and a different layer of energy expansion <laughs> and, and but i mean but there's still the whole piece that it um i actually said after he was born um that it it actually felt like the arrival of him into my family into into my family like my little nuclear family um it peeled scales off my eyes Mm. and um and help me see again help me see an, another broader spectrum of humanity yeah and yeah my mom worked with people with developmental disabilities for gosh wow. when she started probably almost 30 years wow so that was always a part of our she was very oh, cool. passionate and I'm Aww. really grateful to those yeah. of yeah. my childhood Aww. because not everyone gets that. No, no, they right? don't. They don't. And there is a level like I, my, my siblings and I growing up, like I felt like we had a level of compassion for all people. Um, but, but didn't want it to happen to us without being, without actually verbalizing that, like didn't right. want that to be. Right. Um, cause there was a level of embarrassment or shame or, um, a strive for being perfectionist or something like that. Cause there was like, almost like a thought again, in that patriarchal capitalistic white supremacy system that we live under that, um, if you aren't, if you aren't inside the little box that is sort of what is deemed per perfect then you're undesirable or or even the extra level of energy and work that's required to meet the needs of people with disabilities um somehow is is often deemed as being not worth it or 
too hard or oh I couldn't do it or something like that but but it's actually like we all need that we all need our needs accommodated and we all need to be respected and mm-hmm. to be mm-hmm. worthy just as we are and yeah and and have a child who feels worthy and feels yes, like, yeah. and like the most difficult part and probably yeah. so hard for you is you know wanting them to feel like they also yeah my husband's saying the doctors they're still at the ears nose throat specialist and i have to go get the other one which oh, totally geez. goes along with our lives but i will <laughs> have you on and we can well, it'll be like part one motherhood living life sure I'll call it something better. But this was amazing. It was so nice to meet you. And then we just scratched the surface. Yeah. <laughs> That's the way it goes. Hey, but absolutely. I would be so honored, Brandy. And thank you for being so honest and open. And um, where can everyone find you? Um, my, well, Instagram is just my name, Laura Lute. And I'm on Facebook too the same but I also have my pottery account that's Laura Loop pottery as well perfect okay yeah. we will chat with you soon sorry I have to rush out no that's okay I get it I, yeah. I can accommodate your needs absolutely <laughs> all right have a great weekend and Thanks, a good holiday too, season yes you too you too bye thank you so much for being here and listening I sure do appreciate your time um so <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that uh, and I hope it made you feel more human in the fact that that day was so such a like a parental experience of just shit hitting the fan in general and there are days are just like a giant mixing pot of those things and we really emphasize that in our book uh, see your everyday ordinary is extraordinary because life is a giant mixing pot good bad and ugly really um the the things we need to remember are that it's the small little glimpses of light and fun and play and laughter that make it all worth it it's it's such a balance of of that um so show up in all of your forms you human (laughs) we only can do so much so don't don't be too hard on yourself, I guess, is what the takeaway is from this episode. So thanks for being here. I so appreciate your support. And I appreciate the support of our community and our sponsors um, who are growing. And it's it's so beautiful to see and so rewarding. Um, someone actually quoted my book to me, which I forgot some of the stuff I wrote. <laughs> um, it's available on Amazon, by the way, but uh i got such a kind message and she said i love the part where you say that imagine yourself as the tide and that you have the ability and the power to um i'm butchering my own quote really hard i'm wondering where it is in the book so if anyone's read the book and can remember where the fuck this is i probably can Oh, I can like Google word or not Google. Search my book for words. Life, life. How many th- times do you think I said life in my book? Probably a lot. Um, uh, okay, so we are the tide, and and we have the ability to help all the other 
or the power to lift up and rise all the other boats from the shore. Something like that. I'll find it and I'll quote it nicely. I promise. <laughs> but okay, so I feel that. I feel that for women and and people in general and a community. And I know that you have the power to do that in your own community as well. Um, never underestimate yourself and your worth and what you have to offer because you're worth it. You're worth you're worth everything and more. So I'm so excited because <laughs> my community, like I've been doing this a while and 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 they are they're standing up in so many ways to support this podcast and so much more. So um, our sponsors are right now Nouveau uh, oh gosh. <laughs> Nouveau Laser and Aesthetic Center, Red Bicycle Communications, and Oasis Hot Yoga and Spin Studio. Couldn't do it without you, uh, the supporters from the beginning. Couldn't do it without you guys. And I'll I'll let you go. Enjoy your day. Feel free to reach out anytime. I'm really good at Brandy Hofer Studios or at our Color Me Happy Community. Um, getting back to Insta messages is my jam. So we'll chat there. Bye. If you're looking for some time for yourself to relax, release, and unwind, Oasis has the perfect space for you. They offer yoga and spin classes of all levels. Whether you are a beginner or advanced student, Oasis thrives on accommodating all aspects of the practice. Let their serene environment and gracious staff help you in your journey of peace, healing, and strength. Sign up online at www.oasishotyogastudio.com or by downloading the Oasis Hot Yoga Studio app. Feel like yourself. You deserve it.